You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin. The date is Monday the 20th of January. Live from the Budgie Smuggler Studios in downtown Batuta. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor-at-large, Errol Parker, and the Peter Stefanovic of the Diamantina Shire, the boldest and, I guess you'd say, the cleanest haircut in, in our particular region. This is Wendell Hussey. How are you, mate? Very well, thank you, Clancy. Not that difficult to have the cleanest haircut around here, but quite a compliment. Thank you. Now, what's in the news this week, mate? Another week and another bushfire story to open things up. Scotty from Marketing arrives at scene of Victorian bushfires wearing 10 different AFL scarves. Well, I guess that's how you lift the mood in, in Victoria, isn't it? You know, you go down there with a couple of AFL scarves on. As far as Morrison knows, that's how you win the crowd over. I was heard yelling, how good's Aussie rules at several exhausted firefighters who had collapsed on the roadside just outside of Tamboon. It was, as he said, an effort to lift the mood. But as the Prime Minister does, he was hedging his bets and wouldn't pick one option, wouldn't pick... One option you decided on all 10 Victorian AFL teams. And one Melbourne man, Kieran Pace, commented on that story and he said, As Collingwood supporters, we endure a lot, but our scarf photographed around his neck is surely the lowest point in the club's history. Which is pretty damning considering Eddie Maguire is the face of their club. In other bushfire-related news now, and hippie uncle really getting into this high-speed rail conspiracy. Clancy, this was one of your stories, wasn't it? Yes, it's a recurring scenario in families right around Australia. There's been a lot of misinformation going around. Big Georgie Christensen claims this entire bushfire season, unprecedented record-breaking climate change-aided bushfire season, has been purely the result of an arsonist epidemic. A lot of other backbenchers will tell you that there's no such thing as climate change and we've always had bushfire seasons this big. Barnaby will tell you that the Greens are responsible because they've banned hazard burning. But Uncle Todd believes that this is a conspiracy by Big Speed Rail. A lobby group backed by the UN has paid shadow agents to burn specific parts down the eastern seaboard for a railway to be built. Obviously, quite coincidental that it's all crown land that is rather unmanaged. But yes, who would have known that high-speed rail was so powerful as a shadow kind of political force? Well, it's interesting that he says this because, you know, they've already graded a really nice smooth even path between the two largest capitals in this country and i believe it's called the hume highway yes they could almost fit a a railway in between those two roads yeah even if they just built it down alongside i mean you know 110's pretty quick for an aussie train well what is that big lake where they managed to get those ugly bloody wind turbines in there Lake George Lake George I mean if you can build those appalling things there I don't think you're going to get much resistance on a high speed rail to keep cars off the roads now understandably there were a lot of comments on this one and there were some very good ones Bryn Andrews commented noted rail thoroughfare Kangaroo Island there was another one from Shay Callan from around town and he commented saying the exploding smart meters thing is so far-fetched. Everybody knows that's just a diversion from the real cause. Extra friction from the hinges of unisex toilet doors. It was interesting that this particular conspiracy has been almost championed by the same exact crowd as the anti-vaxxers. Can't really figure that out. And the 5G. 5G is yeah. kind of working in there as well. 
the 5G meters were reportedly exploding and there was talk of lasers as well. You know, very complex, a lot of big leaps to be made, but much more easy to believe than the fact that we are contributing to climate change through the accelerated use of fossil fuels for 300 years. There has been a little bit of reprieve for parts of the country with rain falling over the back half of last week and the weekend. And we broke a story about that. Blind drunk brickies punching on outside pub at 1pm. Fair indication we've had some good rain. In Queensland particularly where the working day had already began before the rain came, lots of construction workers were sent to the pub after more than two drops of water landed on the tallyho, which is the standard rule. And not long after that, not long after the boys hit the, hit the taverns, there were skulls clipping the, the footpaths, Clancy. Yes, as they say, wet steel, no deal. And a spokesperson for the Bureau of Meteorology said to us on Friday, we're seeing a lot of tradies absolutely lifting each other outside hundreds of pubs down the East Coast right now. That's when you know you've had some good bloody rain. Overseas now, and much to the delight of the magazine and newspaper gossip industry, the royal family drama is still dragging on. We broke another exclusive, and that was about Prince Harry blowing off a bit of steam. Unemployed Prince Harry takes to Facebook with vague status about being sick of the drama. Mm-hmm. Plenty of putrid dogs in the UK media. Yes, karma coming for them, as Megan has Essex posted on Facebook. Getting pretty sick of the drama, eh? Not really sure why some people feel the need to constantly be chucking their two cents in about other people's lives. If you've got a problem, why don't you just be a man and talk to me face to face instead of saying shit to other people behind me and Meg's back? Liked by seven people and shared by several as well, Harry has hit out at the toxic people in his life with this rather vague status. We don't know who it's directed at, but we can assume the tabloid media of England. I'd say that Piers Morgan is about due for a pillaring. And a short time later, Megan took to Instagram posting a photo of a coffee saying, Lord, give me the coffee and strength to deal with these idiots. Back home in town now, and there was plenty more drama. We wrote a story about a heated conflict down at the Lord Kidman Hotel in the Old City District. That was, well, fuck yous then, says mate, who got roasted until breaking point. Yes, the severe roasting started after the local man, Brendo, couldn't carry the drinks he'd bought for his group of mates back to the table and needed the help of a tray. That's enough to get you at least a a light ribbing in the outer metro and rural areas of Australia. It began as a bit of banter and ended up with a severe wobbly lip. While the banter was mediocre and low quality, the continual chat and added hair rubbing and shoulder shoving resulted in a dummy spit, which led to Brendo calling all of his mates fuckwits and telling them to fuck off. There was also some drama surrounding the obscure drinks he bought some were saying they were bright green possibly apple sours and a little bit weird to buy for the mates after six to seven rounds of mid-strength beer moving along to sports news now and novak djokovic begins training for australian open title defense with sessions in revolver smoking area well he'll definitely learn how to play pool there he'll definitely learn how to talk shit to some north side cunt with thirty thousand followers on twitter Mm-hmm. And he'll also learn how to inhale secondhand smoke at that hellish establishment. Yes, which is going to be what you need if you're going to be playing tennis in Victoria around this time of the year. Moving into the near future, as our Prime Minister has pointed out, this is the new normal. We can expect grey skies for every summer to come because we are unable to relinquish our dependence on the coal and coal seam gas industries. So the defending champion has been preparing for this by training in the 
Revolver smoking area. Revolver is one of the last true nightclubs in this country. Very European in nature, the way that it just goes all night and allows pretty much any kind of behavior you want in there. We were accused of taking cash for this particular story. Cash for comment was the accusation, but mm-hmm. I don't know how many people Revolver really need to advertise to a uh, inner Melbourne no. day club. No, but if you are in the market for an engine oil, you can't go past Valvoline because Valvoline makes the best oil. It's also good for splashing in front of police horses before throwing marbles at them. On that note, good luck to Novak at the Australian Open, and that'll wrap up our bulletin for this week. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again in seven days' time. Until then, I'm Wendell Hussey. I'm Gladys Overall. And I'm Errol Parker. (laughs) 